BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The list of things that you can buy at the Chicago Reader store at chicagoreader.com. Things to wear like Chicago Reader hats, t-shirts, bandanas, and face masks. Things for your daily life like the Chicago Reader camping mug, Chicago Reader tote bags, and a Chicago Reader reporter's notebook. Things for you to read like our Reader recipes, the Chicago Reader 420 Companion, our Chicago Reader Best of book series from journalists Maya Dukmasaba, Mike Sula, Ben Jarofsky, and Lior Galil, the Chicago Reader coloring book, and the Chicago Reader stay home puzzle. Find the Chicago Reader store at chicagoreader.com and show your support for the nation's first free weekly news newspaper since 1971. Post having a Benjirovsky show as I speak. It is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. Man, time is flying. November 1st. Wow. It snowed yesterday in in the city of Chicago. Uh, Our weather is insane. I begin uh, every show with uh, a little item from the news to give you a sense of what's going on in the world as I have this conversation. And uh, in most cases, the story I read bears no relationship to the conversation I'm about to have. Uh, But in this particular case, it does. So I've been meaning to talk about this for a while, and the time has come. Uh, This is an article uh, that appeared uh, in WBEZ. Actually, I don't know if that constitutes an article, a news story that appeared uh, in WBZ by my good friend Dan Mialopoulos, uh, an outstanding journalist. I've known Danny for a long, long time. Uh, a huge Bucks fan, Dan Mialopoulos. He kind of keeps that concealed. Uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, Dan Mialopoulos, big time Bucks fan. He loves Giannis. Uh, anyway, this is part of an excellent uh, series that uh, Dan wrote with Tom Shuba at the Sun Times. Uh, this particular article, Dan, is the sole, uh, is the one byline. Uh, WBEZ Investigations, Illinois Sheriff, says cop signed up for Oath Keepers but now renounces the extremist group. The Stevenson County Sheriff says Chief Deputy Andrew Schroeder's association with Oath Keepers was brief and he is an exemplary cop, but other officials in the county remain concerned. Uh, And uh, this is a part of a series uh, that Dan and Tom did. Uh, a while back, uh, Kevin Hall also worked with them on that uh, series uh, where they they got a hold. I should bring Danny on to have him explain what he did. But he got a hold of a list of Oath Keeper members who are law enforcement officials in the state of Illinois. And, uh, man, just kind of uh, blew my mind when I saw it. I mean, I kind of thought that this might be the case. But uh, Dan and Tom uh, put it out there. And in this one particular instance, uh, Stevenson County officials – uh, that rung a bell. Ding, ding. 
I've had Stevenson County officials on my humble little podcast uh, before, including one that I am looking at uh, right now. And so I thought it'd be a good idea to sort of reach out to Stevenson County, uh, where there's a very active Democratic Party. And um, they're kind of in the middle of Trump country. And the last time we had the conversation with the good folks from Stevenson County, we we're talking about being a Democrat in Trump country, what that uh, entails. And uh, so without further ado, I have three. I, I had three guests here today and I specifically gave them instruction. I only wanted two, but this is how they roll in Stevenson County. They go, man, we got three. So you got to put up with it. Uh, so I just do whatever they tell me. I got three guests here. So I'm going to ask uh, the guests whose first letter of her name is J to introduce herself. J, introduce yourself. Hi, Ben. How are you today? My name's Jody Koss. I'm the chair of the Stevenson County Democratic Party. And we last talked uh, in 2022 about um, getting some of the blue money that's in your area out here to the red parts of the state. Yeah, uh, that was one item we talked about, ladies and gentlemen. She yeah. wasn't literally shaking me down, uh, but she was saying, boy, we can use some help. <laughs> that's kind of what she did. Uh, we also talked about building the party out there. All right. Uh, uh, guests whose first letter is P, introduce yourself. Good afternoon. My name is Pat Norman, and I am currently serving as the president of our local branch of the NAACP. Very good. And the local in that uh, would be Freeport, Illinois, uh, a correct. city uh, in northwest Illinois. Uh, and uh, Pat, as we learned, is from Freeport. Uh, and finally, uh, guess whose first letter is K. Introduce yourself. Hi, Ben. My name is Carl Braun. I'm a citizen of Freeport, a strong supporter of the Democratic Party, member of the NAACP, I might add, uh, and very interested in law enforcement and, and the practices of law enforcement. So I, I, uh, I enjoyed doing some context work on this topic. Good. All right. Uh, so let's break out with the revelation uh, that Daniel Appas, uh came up with and uh, Thomas Shuba as well. Uh, regarding the Oath uh, Keeper's presence in um, uh, Stevenson County. Uh, Jody, you and I went over this before we did the show. Uh, for someone that, with dyslexia like me, it was incredibly confusing. So we're going to do our best uh, to help uh, listeners understand exactly, because there's so many people whose names are similar uh, involved in this story. But the central person is a Deputy Andrew Schroeder, uh, and he uh, is uh, a deputy with the Stevenson County Sheriff's Department, correct? And that that's is the correct. person that's the person that the Damielopoulos uh, investigation determined what had been a member of the Oath Keepers. Am I correct? That's correct. Okay. Uh, and uh, the there's another person whose name is Stephen Stobel. And he is the Stevenson County Sheriff. Uh, that means he is Deputy Andrew Schroeder's boss. Am I correct in that? That, that is correct. Yes. Okay, I'm doing really well. Steve Stobel has not, nor he has ever been a member of the Oath Keepers. Let's make that clear right now. Uh, but as the uh, County Sheriff, 
of uh, Stevenson County, the person who is Deputy Schroeder's boss, he was the sort of the front man in responding to Danny Mialopoulos's, uh article or reporting uh, that Schroeder was a member of the Oath Keepers, correct? That's correct. The right. Sun-Times story broke on um, October 25th. That's the first we learned about um, this. And then uh, Sheriff Steve Stovall responded um, with a statement the next day. We still have yet to hear from Andrew Schroeder what his statement is or his side of the story. Uh, And this is sort of an interesting um, uh, situation out in Stevenson County. Uh, Folks move around with jobs. So uh, once again, this is going to be confusing. Uh, Deputy Andrew Schroeder, who now works for the Stevenson County uh, Sheriff's Office, used to be uh, a detective in Freeport. And while he was a detective in Freeport, he was a member of the Stevenson County Board. So he was a a police officer and an elected official uh, that the good people of Stevenson County saw fit to elect to, to their county board. Am I correct about that? You are correct. You're missing one one other thing, and that is also that Andrew Schroeder is the city chair on the Stevenson County Republican Party. So he is a Republican. Uh, Nothing wrong with Republicans. I want to state this up front, okay? And just because you're Republican does not mean you're an Oath Keeper, okay? I want to make that clear. I would say that 99.9% of Republicans are not Oath Keepers. Uh, just putting that out there, all right, for all your Republican listeners out there. Uh, all right, Carl, uh, you're our go-to guy for everything there is to know about the Oath Keepers. So why don't you take this moment to explain to my listeners who the Oath Keepers are and why people should even think about them remotely. Carl, the floor is yours. Thank you. Um, this is this is very interesting, and the research is, is uh, so enlightening. Uh, you may know, Ben, you may not, but um, the Oath Keepers launched in uh, April of 2009. Do you remember what happened uh, immediately prior to that? I think yes. it was the election of uh, President Obama. Huh? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know that, I mean, this, this group does not present itself as nationalistic or white supremacist or white nationalist, but they say that they uh, that they are in, in interested in making sure that our constitutional rights are not infringed. Um, they have uh, an organization all over the country, uh, and but I think it's important that people understand the the core principle is is a vow that they took as a law enforcement or a military person. Um, and, and I need to back up. Oath keepers recruiting pool is traditionally police officers and retired military. I mean, and they go, they go for those folks because of the skills that they bring to the job and the experience that they have. But when they join Oath Keepers, they are supposed to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. But it's interesting because in, the, in their own organization, they uh, urge members to obey the Constitution 
as they understand it, <laughs> which I think is a pretty interesting approach. In other words, the Constitution's okay as long as it goes the way you like it, and it's not okay if it if it doesn't. So um, they're a pretty good sized group. I think the size is, uh, is 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 we don't know for sure because everything is carried out covertly. Uh, unless you join the organization, you'd never know. But but the messaging that they that they uh, are intent on spreading is that the government is engaged in attacks, you know, against all of us, and that that the government is trying to strip us of our civil liberties, and they advocate for Americans to be uh, inevitably in conflict with the government, which is it's just not what most people think is logical. Okay, um, we we. Uh, you may have heard of the term New World Order. Um, this, is the, this is one of the groups, Oath Keepers is one of the groups that's in the New World Order. And this is a group that uh, is an anti-government movement. They believe that government is secretly planning, along with foreign countries and the United Nations, to impose martial law, seize everybody's guns, force uh, resistors into camps, and install a one-world totalitarian government known as the New Order. So this is what these guys uh, think that they're or, or are trying to do. The other thing about them is that they're very active in other areas of uh, engaging and promoting uh, vigilantism. They, uh, they, they protect people that uh, are, su are suspect. Uh, they were active at, uh, at when Michael, Ferguson, Michael Brown, I'm sorry, was killed in Ferguson. Um, they've been active at uh, polling locations, basically trying to intimidate people, and typically they're going to be on the on the right side of the uh, political spectrum. So, you know, they intimidate people who are not. Um, so, it's it's a very interesting thing. I will let me finish with one one thing. The oath, oath keepers kind of claim to be defending the Constitution and fighting tyranny, but there was an oath keeper spokesman, uh, a former oath keeper spokesman who said the group is, quote, selling the revolution based on a set of baseless conspiracy theories. And we hear so much about conspiracy theories these days. This is one of those groups, and they are an anti-government, purely anti-government group. So that, that's kind of the background. It's a quick, a quick pass through. I hope that's okay. Got you. I, uh, that was a good summation. And I just want to point out that uh, when Carl said uh, – uh, they're on the right side of uh, political issues. By right, he meant conservative right, uh, politically conservative right, not right as in correct. Exactly. He's not espousing yes. them as the correct side. Uh, all right. So let's just pause for a moment uh, to consider this interesting contradiction uh, that Carl laid out. Uh, this is an organization that essentially uh, believes that government is the enemy uh, and they create recruit among uh, people who are in either in the military, were in the military, or in law enforcement, uh, are were in law enforcement. So they're recruiting from the government. Let's just pause and think about that. Uh, government is the enemy, but they're recruiting people who uh, work on the military side of government. And presumably, uh, these people will use their skills that they have uh, their skills with weapons, their skills with uh, interrogation, their skills with tracking people, whatever skills they've gotten through their law enforcement or military background, uh, they would presumably use against the very government that trained them. 
That's correct. And, and interestingly, uh, they might also have to use those same skills against their own uh, peers in law enforcement should they decide that we have to do something horrible. You know, we need to overthrow this government. They'd, they'd be fighting their, their peer police officers probably, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really strange uh, uh, thing to have happen. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I should point out that um, the Stevenson County Sheriff uh, Stovall uh, not only told Dan, uh, Dan Mielopoulos, uh, in his story uh, that Schroeder is not a member of the Oath Keepers, but he issued a statement, which I will now read a portion of. Uh, and this is a statement issued by Sheriff Steve Stovall uh, in, in, in the aftermath of uh, Damiolopoulos' article, uh, and I am now reading the statement. The recent allegations about Stevenson County Sheriff's Officer Chief Deputy Andrew Schroeder are false and are lacking in true facts. Uh, Andrew Schroeder advised me in October of 2022 that a Chicago area reporter was investigating his past involvement with the Oath Keepers. The true facts that I learned during my thorough investigation, which took place over one year ago, are that in approximately 2010, an Illinois Army National Guard member that Andrew Schroeder served with advised him of a group called the Oath Keepers. This group was reported to Andrew Schroeder to be pro-law enforcement, pro-military, and a way to interact with fellow law enforcement officers and military personnel. Andrew Schroeder received a link to join the group and did so. After approximately one year, 2011, Andrew Schroeder changed uh, his email address and had no further contact with the group. During his brief membership, Andrew Schroeder never attended any meetings and did not knowingly have any contact with any members. Over the past year, this reporter, and they have that in quotes, now suddenly the reporter is in quotes, uh, has submitted multiple FOIA requests to the law enforcement agencies that Andrew Schroeder has worked for, including Stephen County Sheriff's Office. This reporter, again in quotes, completed his in-depth investigation into Andrew Schroeder's involvement with the Oath Keepers and uncovered that Andrew Schroeder once changed his Facebook group profile to Donald Trump's booking photo. When that reporter failed to report, what that reporter failed to report from his FOIA request was that Andrew Schroeder is a military veteran who has proudly served his country. He has a 25-plus year career in law enforcement that has been nothing short of exemplary and his service to his community stands for itself. I denounce the Oath Keepers and all they represent, as does Chief Deputy Andrew Schroeder. All right, that's the official response uh, from Sheriff Stovall. Uh, so, Pat, we'll turn to you. Uh, you've heard uh, Carl's uh, explanation who the Oath Keepers are. I just read uh, the sheriff's uh, denunciation of the <laughs> the reporter, the report, and the Oath Keepers. Somehow he, he denounced all three of them. That's quite a, a move there. Uh, are you assured as a, a lifelong resident or a longtime resident of Freeport, uh, are you assured uh, that uh, this is all settled and solved and behind you? Or do you still have concerns outstanding uh, well, about the Oath Keepers? Go ahead. Absolutely, there are concerns uh, that need to be addressed. Um, this is a community, a, a close-knit community. And so when issues like this arise, individuals in the community go to individuals who they think will be able to at least get the questions that they have answered. And so we have 
quite a few questions that we are uh, wanting uh, someone to address. It means a lot to this community that right now we're looking at, you know, we read about issues in the newspaper and they're not necessarily in our community. But when we hear about a member of our law enforcement agency being a part of, or has been, if he has been a part of the Oath Keepers, that really causes some distress in our community. Uh, it really rings the alarm bells that we need to take this seriously because we don't know uh, what this individual's record is in terms of he's been employed as a police officer. He's now employed as the chief deputy sheriff. Uh, we don't know what kind of complaints have come into the office. We don't know if there were complaints. Were those complaints investigated? And if so, by whom? We also need to look at the, the oath keepers are taking an oath, listening at their name anyway, they're taking an oath, but they also have, uh, have to uphold the oath that they've taken as an, uh, a law enforcement officer. Do those oaths conflict? Um, we know that we want individuals in law enforcement who are neutral. We want them to be fair. We want them to be ethical, unbiased. Has Officer or Chief Deputy uh, Schroeder recruited others to join the Oath Keepers when he was a member? So we just have a lot of unanswered questions. And the more we talk about it, I believe, the more questions we have. Hmm. All right. Well, I have a, a, a question about uh, it's sort of a similar thread to the Oath Keeper membership. The, the part where he changed, the deputy sheriff changed his picture on Facebook to Donald Trump's booking photo. Uh, which is an interesting statement to make. Uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what statement he is making, uh, Pat. Uh, get your thoughts. We'll start with you on this one. Um, so follow me on this, ladies and gentlemen. This is a guy who uh, had at one point been a member of Oath Keepers. Now, apparently, according to the sheriff, uh, de denounces them, is no longer a member. Uh, and yet he changed his photograph to that of Donald Trump, uh, his booking photo. Donald Trump was being booked uh, in conjunction with allegations, accusations, an indictment, I should say. No, it was an indictment. He's been charged uh, with trying to steal the election uh, in Georgia. So I've got a question to you, uh, Pat. Does that concern you uh, as a resident of Freeport that there's a deputy sheriff around there uh, who is looks like he's championing Donald Trump, the defendant, uh, in his case, uh, which he is alleged to have tried to steal the election. Pat, your thoughts? That does, definitely does concern not only me, but other members of our community. Um, to identify, no one has talked about Trump in all of this. I'm not sure why Trump was even mentioned in the letter. Um, Trump's mugshot was in 2023. 
we're talking about some things that took place starting in 2010, 2011. I think there's even some reference to 2015. So that to me was just something that said again, it's distressing. It's alarming. Um, We know that we all have various political views, but we're talking about a fact that someone was a member of the Oath Keepers who is now a leading um, authority in the Sheriff's Department. That's what the focus should remain on. And that is, is what was he, what has he done in the last 13 years that might impact our community here in Freeport, the individuals that he's interacted with. There has to be a record of, and I'll go back to my original statement about, there have to be records of complaints that were lodged, if there were any. Again, they need to be investigated. They need to be investigated by someone who is not involved in, I'm looking at an external investigation so that we can all be very clear about what happened and what has happened as a result of his membership with the Oath Keepers. All right. Uh, I will now uh, go a little devil's advocate with you guys. Uh, address this to Jody and then uh, see what she has to say about this. You know what? The man has the First Amendment protection right to be a member of the Oath Keepers. The man has the First Amendment protected right, if he wants to, to honor Donald Trump as a defendant. In fact, he could, if he wanted to, honor Donald Trump on his Facebook page as a defendant in Georgia, as a defendant in a sexual assault case in New York, as a defendant in a business fraud case in New York, as a defendant in a case in Florida stealing government of, of secrets. And what else have I forgot? Oh, yes. As a defendant in a case having to do with the insurgency of January 6th. There's so much to defend Donald Trump and championing him on when it comes to being a defendant. I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised the deputy sheriff hasn't gotten around to putting all those uh, photographs uh, defending Donald Trump and championing him. But do you agree, Jody, that the, the deputy sheriff in Stevenson County has a First Amendment protection, protected right uh, to join the Oath Keepers if he wants or to defend Donald Trump. The floor is yours. So <clears throat> this is not a story so much about Trump at all. Uh, I wish it hadn't even been brought into this. This is a nonpartisan, um, something that should be of a concern to everyone in our, in our community. The Southern Poverty Law Center um, has identified this group as an anti-government group. So in other words, they have identified this members of this group that if they don't like the laws being handed down by our court system, they can go against them. Our citizens, and, and so we are asking for three things. Um, the first thing we're asking is that we, we want to know, does our law enforcement have any kind of ethics code that they review with officers when they're bringing them on, you know, into uh, employment. And if they do not have an ethics code, I would, we would, we're requesting that they write one and that they review it often with, with the members um, of the city and the sheriff department. Um, So that's one thing that we, we would like. And we, and yes, we don't feel, we feel that part of the employment process that memberships in Oath Keepers 
or similar anti-government hate groups should not be allowed to um, to be hired. So we we do think that that should be a you know that they should you know and I understand that you could change your mind <laughs> that you might have gone in gotten into it and then gotten out of it. Um, according to Stovall, he was only in it for a year, and then he 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 changed his email. Um, however, in the follow-up stories that the reporters did, he was actually listed as a dues-paying member until 2015. Could have been longer. The 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 files that the reporters had access to stopped in 2015. I don't know if he's still a dues-paying member or not. So Stovall was not accurate in his, his statement, um, which makes us want an internal investigation um, to ask questions like, has, has Schroeder recruited anyone else? Um, did Schroeder uh, participate or help plan any of the January 6th events? Um, we do have oh, a member... And and then remember, one of the things that they do is they have been known to intimidate voters at polling places. We actually have another member of the Stevenson County Republican Party that was present on January 6th and in the last two elections has been known to intimidate voters. So did Schroeder participate in any of that? Um, and then again, like um, Pat brought up, you know, what cases, have, have, was there ever any complaints brought up about Andrew Schroeder and his cases? Um, you know, Stovall said that he was a military veteran. So was I, you know, so was Carl that spoke in the beginning. So I'm, I, I, I really, you know, <laughs> like, okay, lots of people are military veterans. Um, so, so, so is that answer your question, Ben? <laughs> um, as a citizen, yes, he has first amendment rights as a chief deputy. Um, we need to make sure that there's not a conflict of interest and a bias towards anti-government and to taking, and which could result in taking matters into his own hands. You know, uh, uh, I'm going to follow up on something uh, you mentioned, and then uh, first you respond, and then get Carl's response. Uh, the Oath Keepers uh, are recruiting among military people. Uh, so, Jordy, why don't you talk a little bit about your military past, and what is it do you think that the Oath Keepers see in military people that leads them to believe that they would be willing to join their outfit. Go ahead. Um, my military experience was in the 70s. So it was pretty, pretty long ago. But the one thing that I learned really, really fast was that the military has amazing training and ability to make sure that members of the military get with the program really fast. And if they're not, they find another job for them and they're out. So in other words, I was trained as an operating room technician in a hospital. Uh, it was a 12-week program. Every Friday we took a test. If we didn't make it, you're out. You go. We'll go find something else for you to do. So I was, the impression I got as 
as a young person back in the 70s was just how efficient they were at um, discovering people's talents and their abilities to follow orders. I have not been in the military then, but I think they also look at what kind of skills individuals can bring to the organization. Uh, Someone who has an expertise in a particular area. I mean, they're recruiting just like people recruit for jobs. So they're out scouting and their individuals, according to what I've read, are out looking to recruit the military, uh, first responders, uh, law enforcement officers, any of these skills that they can use, they want. Gotcha. Carl, your thoughts on this issue? Um, I'm Carl. Oh, had Carl's to leave. left the room. Yeah, uh, he did. <laughs> he did say, I got to leave. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you cannot see who's sitting in Carl's seat, nor do you want to see uh, who's sitting <laughs> in Carl's seat. Uh, <laughs> we'll just move on with the conversation as if I didn't see it myself. Uh, but it is a gentleman unseen who helped set up this interview. So I love him dearly, even though I make fun of him. Uh, all right, Jody, what's next in your humble opinion? Uh, so we've identified this uh, gentleman, this law enforcement official in Stevens County as having been a member of the Oath Keeper. The sheriff uh, has said uh, that this gentleman is not a member currently and he has renounced the group. Uh, and um, uh, which, in your opinion, what's next for the good people of Stevenson County? Uh, I really think that Andrew Schroeder should speak for himself. Uh, we have not yet heard him speak. Uh, we're in the process of uh, light, writing um, a letter uh, asking um, for, you know, an ethics code, if they have one, if they don't, they need one, uh, an external investigation. And um, we, this, this letter is going to be kind of a nonpartisan letter. Uh, we're going to ask uh, our city council, our county board, uh, different members, uh, if they will sign on to this letter. Uh, and that's that's what we're working on next. Uh, and uh, Oh, and, and I would love for you to have the reporters on your show and have them talk about how they did this investigation. I think that that would be something that the residents of Stevenson County would really enjoy and find interesting. You hear that, Dan? I'll be, I'll be reaching out to you, Dan. You know, I'll, I'll pull Dan away from those Bucks games, okay? Uh, to get him to come on to talk to me for a little while. Pat, uh, we'll give you the close. Uh, what would like? What would you like to see come out of this as a lifelong resident of Freeport, Illinois? Go ahead. I would agree with Jody and all the things that she said that we're looking for. Um, our community, we're trying to build trust in our community. And when we talk about trust, we want our elected officials, our law enforcement officers to be those who are above reproach. We want to be able to take their word when they say they've done a thorough whatever, or they have um, recruited um, X number of individuals. We want those people to also be able to uh, be a part of our community and know that we, we are expecting them to live up to the oath that they've taken. I think this once this is resolved, we will be able to take the next step. We are trying to embrace all of our law enforcement agencies, the sheriff's department, the police department, all of our citizens want to be able 
to uh, commend our law enforcement on the work that they do. But when we have something like this that comes up, we have to deal with it and deal with it to the satisfaction of those who are complaining so that we can all move forward. And we can't move forward until that's done. All right. Very good. Thank you very much, Pat. Jody, uh, it's a blast talking to you again. Give a shout out to Carl. He's left the room, but uh, thank him as well. And Mystery Man who set it up, I want to thank you uh, as well. And uh, there he is. I see his smiling face right now. Uh, and yes, I will. I have reached out to Dan. He said he will come on the show. It's just a matter of scheduling. So we'll get Danny on. Uh, and he is a bulldog journalist, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Mialopoulos. And I know that the uh, sheriff was dis- disparaging of Dan in that letter. But I could tell you uh, he is one of the best reporters in the city of Chicago, in my humble opinion. Uh, he plays it right down the middle. Uh, he's exceedingly fair. And uh, he's a great Chicago journalist, Dan Mialopoulos. So there, that's my thoughts on the reporter, in quotes, uh, as the sheriff put it. The reporter. Like, what? He's not really a reporter? He's the reporter. Anyway, uh, thank you very much, Jody. Thank you very much, Pat. Appreciate you coming on the show. All right. Thank you very much. Take care, you guys. I'm Ben Jarofsky. Take care, everybody. find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader